No quote this week, Jamie Ward. Welcome to the Silver Linings Playcast. I'm your host. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Silver Linings Playcast. I'm your host, Jamie Ward, and as far as I know, this is the only podcast solely devoted to talking about Silver Linings Playbook, the movie, and the Silver Linings Playbook, the book. Wow. What an episode did y'all choose to tune in for if you were listening to this episode? This is, believe it or not, our 100th episode. You heard that right. We have been at this podcast for 100 episodes. How many episodes do you think most podcasts get to? Um, I don't know, and I don't think anybody knows. But but not only that, this is part 57 of our special 100-parter 100th episode. That's right. So we have done 56 parts to this 100th episode. So if you were looking at it from just a numerical standpoint, you might say that we are on episode 157, but we are not. We are actually on a episode 100, and this is just part 57 of our special 100-parter 100th celebration, because how could we celebrate doing this? Uh, is, is, we've had a couple big weeks. This is definitely a big week going into next week, too, but last week was a super exciting week for me. My first comedy special, Coupon Baby, came out on Dry Bar Comedy. You can check that out. They have uh, an app, Dry Bar Comedy Plus, D-R-Y-B-A-R, two words, comedy, C-O-M-E-D-Y, and then the plus sign, that's the app name. You can also go to their website, Dry Bar Comedy, where you can stream it from there. It is a channel that uh, is a subscription service, but if you use my name, Jamie Ward, J-A-M-I-E-W-A-R-D, put that in as one word, in the promo code, you get a free month subscription, which is plenty of time to watch my 25-minute special. And yeah, I am totally one of those people that believes, yes, comedy specials were supposed to be an hour or more. But if you look back at the early days of, of Comedy Central, when they were doing the Comedy Central Half Hours, Comedy Central Presents, those were like 22-minute specials. So it's very much in line with that. It's an admirable amount of time. I think they did a fantastic job on producing it. It looks good. It sounds good. Uh, I, so I am extremely proud. Check out Coupon Baby on Dry Bar and Dry Bar Comedy Plus app. Use my promo code, share that with other people, and, you know, you can stay subscribed if you want, or or you don't have to. You can unsubscribe as soon as you want. I don't, um, so anyway, yeah, super excited about that. That was, that was a super cool development. I, I, I keep saying super, um, you know, why, why would I not be? That's a career milestone that I've always wanted to record. I wanted to record an album. I wanted to record a special, and special happen first and it, it it's sort of rare sometimes too because as, as a lot of people produce their own comedy albums i i want to do that i still want to do that but the opportunity presented itself to film a special and how are you going to turn that down right the, the funniest thing being that i had just got done quitting comedy and telling people that i was not going to um 
not going to do comedy anymore. <laughs> and then they decided to offer me that. And I was like, hey, I can't, I can't turn it down, right? I hope this sounds like the best podcast that you have ever heard from me. Not only, I talked about we, we upgraded our sound system. We are recording now on a Zoom uh, F8N Pro field recorder which uh, I acquired for getting the sound for for movies and stuff. But right now, we, we were going to try it out with a, um, with a podcast. And I tried it last week, and we were using a different microphone. Today, we are using... Uh, what is... What is this one called? Um, it is a blue microphone, but it's not the Yeti that everyone uses. It is uh, a different kind of mic. Uh, the blue Yeti was a very popular... It's it's the blue mic. I guess it's the blue bird or the, the baby bottle. It might be the spark. We might we might be using the spark, but it's it's one of the uh, handheld condenser mics. Bluebird large diaphragm. Bluebird spark. It's in a different family. It's it, it's it's a little different. It's it's not um, specifically as much for podcasting. It might be more for singing or recording or stuff. But anyway, uh, the so we were using that last week. We were using the Audio Technica forty fifty three B, and that was we were talking about that type of microphone as opposed to this microphone. But ultimately, simply getting the settings right for any of this stuff means that using any microphone will sound better. So I'm actually recording inside my new studio, which is my old car, because there's a lot of stuff to absorb the sound. A lot of the reason we were getting some of the weird feedback, and I promise, like, here's the thing. I'm not going to be doing it this way. I don't want you to think that this is the new standard for a podcast, but I just, I wanted to experiment with the sound because sound has been such a fun thing for me to learn about, and I've been really researching how to actually use all this gear and stuff. And we learned a huge thing today. And that is part of the problem of why this has been sounding so bad, even though I knew that we had just put all this money into brand new equipment and we had state-of-the-art equipment, is I learned about slate microphoning today. There is an... I, I, I don't know if it's called internal, but there is part of the road recorder as as many field recorders do have has a microphone in it so that you can hit the the slate microphone setting and that will allow you to record yourself where you can give notes or something information on your recording or something you don't have to have a microphone hooked up it'll record but it's loud and it it takes the all the ambient noise and stuff. So this was a great opportunity for me to say, hey, I'm going to figure out exactly how this works. What does this little slider do? And that was the problem. I was, I was, I had the slate microphone on 
while I was doing all these recording with these other nicer mics and setups. So I could hear the ambient noise, which was fooling me into thinking, oh, I am, I have all this on and it should be working, but it wasn't working correctly. I was not, so, so in that case, I did not set the channel audio for the mics that were, were set up. This, and I'm sorry if I'm not saying this correctly, because if you're listening and you may, may know more about sound stuff than me, but anyway, conceptually, I am understanding this, so I'm going to start practicing it correctly, but I'm trying to explain what the problem was that I had, and that was that I was mistaking the slate mic for the, the microphone noise, which, which makes sense because for an untrained ear like mine, I knew that when, when nothing was on, I couldn't hear anything through the, through the monitors, through the headset, through the recorder, uh, so I was hitting buttons until I could hear anything and I would get that slate audio, which was dirty and it was hissy and crackly and had all the ambient noise. And it was also very quiet and nothing that I turned and changed seemed to affect that volume level. Um, we were, we were turning the gain and the microphone. The only thing that I could affect was the microphone, not, I'm sorry, not the microphone, the headset volume. And I would turn that all the way on, all the way up to max power. And even then I could still barely hear. And so that was causing part of the problem. And then when I realized that in fact, uh, that, you know, if, if you're getting nice mics, you shouldn't have to turn all these settings all the way to maximum just to hear. Just to, like, it's not even loud to me. It was like just to hear anything, right? I was like, there's, there's no way. All of these should probably be set in a much safer range, probably in the middle of these um, levels or something. So today... I just did the research. I did I did a thing that men are are not inclined to do. I went through the manual. The you know that little booklet of paper that people throw out as soon as they get a device, right? And I started reading through it and I figured out what this little switch was. I was that's the interesting thing. I was first looking for what the switch was and I haven't I still haven't actually found the name of the switch, but if I push it to the um, right, it gives you a tone for, uh, I believe time code or something. And if you hit it to the left, it turns on the slate mic recording. But if you hit either right or left again, it turns those, both of those things off. And then you get the absolute silence, which is a good place to start. If you want to try to figure out what, uh, you know, you're, you're going to be recording, or your settings are so that you can record the way you want. So I am very excited that basically I have not been using this thing correctly, and now I should have the ability to. I was I, I can't even tell you how badly I was messing this up because I had all the channels that were were popping up and down on the from the main menu the. And I, I know, I know this is not exactly volume might not be the technical term. This is part of the next thing I have to research about how sound works, because I know that, uh, I was, I was teaching myself. I've been watching these great, uh, YouTube videos by a guy, um, 
Curtis Judd, who is my my favorite one to learn from because he talks about this device and similar sound principles, but I also feel like his channel is not about selling you on equipment and it's not like overly um, exaggerated or pitchy. He just explains how the stuff works very calm and quiet and they're, they're sort of dry compared to the other YouTube channels, but I think if you actually want to learn these things from somebody who seems pretty objective on the... the um, topic that was excellent right so i've been watching those and he was talking about uh the difference between um volume and loudness and i did not go fully into that lesson so i'm not 100 percent sure about what the deal is with those things but that'll be sort of the next thing i try to figure out um i've learned to adjust the gain and the trim and the high pass filter uh, we have that, which is going, it's up right now. I think it's set at 60, 60, uh, Hertz or something. But we might adjust that because I know that's supposed to get sort of the low, uh, the bass and the rumbles out, but I feel like it might be not, I might have it a little too high for my own voice because I definitely have a little bit lower voice I I think I've been told than other people so I might have to adjust that so that it's not um, making me sound too artificially high-pitched or my voice too thin I don't know I'm excited to learn all these words though um, we're really really getting into it and oh man this was exciting last week finished uh i think I, I might have talked about this finished a whole bunch of paperwork for applying for some stuff that we needed to do and yeah all of that happened and then boom do you have more more things that you need to do jamie absolutely a story has been falling into my lap and i'm saying that i'm working on a documentary for um one of my very good friends and this story has been evolving just day by day in front of our faces uh we had some big talks last night about some amazing developments in the story that we're going to try to capture and tell and then even today he gets off the phone and says i just had a call uh, for two hours with somebody else that might change the trajectory of this whole story. And not only that, uh, on Monday, we're going to go get our first interview. And this is a pretty big one. I don't want to get into what it is exactly, but it was something that I was expecting to be sort of at the end of the documentary. It was going to be very much about the trajectory of our our storytelling was to get to this point, And it presented itself that it's just going to happen right now in the beginning so i don't know i'm i'm nervous about this but i'm also very excited because this is one of those things where when the opportunity presents itself you just gotta you gotta take it and as much as i wish that i had like a year to really learn the craft of documentary storytelling filming recording uh, we're just going to have to go. We're going to have to go because when this, when stories involve real life people and real life situations, you don't have the luxury of waiting necessarily. And I think if there's anything that proves that 
let's look at the story of Silver Linings Playbook, right? And you have characters like Pat, who is he's he's making a plan to make his life work out in a certain way, and he wants, um, you know, he he wants to get back with his ex-wife, Nikki. He's trying to mend a relationship with his dad, with his brother Jake, with his mom. But things happen. This is the thing. The story's not over. We're still active participants in the story, right? So you have, uh, you know, Patrizio is involved in gambling his whole life savings so that he can start a new business, sports betting, not the business of sports betting, but he's sports betting to try to raise the money for his new business. And these games are going on. As we speak, there's, there's several bets that take place that are going on while the story of Silver Linings Playbook is going on, or thus the story of the Silver Linings Playbook is going on. You have Tiffany, who is working on her own story, where she is she is falling in love with Pat. At first, she wants a friend, but then you know she's trying to to sort of uh, get get intertwined with his life, and so she she has the dance competition. These are all things that are happening. And changing the trajectory of what these characters are going to have for their stories. And what's going to go on. So it is very important for them to adjust as these things happen, too. Right? Tomorrow we are not going to have, or, or Monday, there are not going to be ideal recording conditions. We're probably going to be outside. So hopefully it's not too windy. Hopefully it's not too rainy. But we'll be able to make adjustments for all of these things. Hopefully, I will know what in the world I'm doing. Because I clearly haven't, you know, like for, for four days, I have been recording audio with a very nice new recorder and not even using it the way it was intended. I have been recording on a microphone that was simply just to leave notes for myself on the audio files. So who knows? I don't know if you can hear outside, but there is thunder because weather, that's like one of those unpredictable things, right? And so look at, look at the catchphrase from Silver Linings Playbook, Excelsior. Um, I guess that's not actually the, the quote from Silver Linings Playbook, the whole quote. And I, I'm going to paraphrase right now because I don't have it in front of me. And guess what? I haven't actually memorized it. But it's something like, do everything you can, work as hard as you can, and in the end you might have a shot at a silver lining. And so that's what, what we're, we're doing right now. We're just trying everything we can in the hopes that maybe we will get a silver lining by making an awesome documentary. Do I know how? I have no idea. My only experience with documentary is watching documentaries, right? Um, my only experience, uh, with making movies 
is being the executive producer for a production company that made a movie for me. And I make online content too. But also, are you ever ready for these things? No. Part of it is just you got to embrace embrace opportunity when it happens. We don't have the luxury of creating the ideal conditions for every single thing we want. Sometimes life is about making the best out of the situations that are presented to you for you. And so that's what we're doing. Um, we, uh, a lot of this got started because of an email that I got that was about applying for a grant for a story that we had already really started telling, but we didn't realize that we might be able to find this amount of support for a project like this. And I'd already been thinking about doing something similar to this, but not this specifically. And I don't know why I didn't think about it. I had all the pieces right in front of me, right? One of my friends basically came to me and said, hey, I've got this this story and and guess what? It turns out to be exactly the kind of story I was looking for, not only like that I was looking for, even more so. Like I'm learning what I wanted to do from finding out what's already there for me to do. So we're gonna give it a shot and really just excelsior on this stuff, right? The good thing is that I have this philosophy that you should always prepare yourself ahead of time because you don't know when those opportunities are gonna present themselves. So fortunately, I have been doing everything in my power to sort of get ready to be able to do these things. So I'm not going in cold either. This is not like I'm just picking up out of nowhere, trying something that I had no idea what to do. Um, the only the only setback is just my own personal not being confident and being ready to do this. But honestly, I am. And I have to tell myself. And I have to allow myself to know that I can do this. We can do this. Because it's also not me alone. This is a team. Even though I'm scared because it's like I am in charge of an area aspect of this that I'm not normally before. I'm a writer. People ask me a lot. Actually, I held I held a uh, move a film meetup group um, a couple weeks ago, and this was like, hey, um, I definitely want to just get some people together, and I didn't I didn't really know what I wanted it to be, uh, but it did turn out to be a fun time. And turns out uh, a lot of these people were in the same boat. They sort of don't exactly know what they want. That was one of the big questions. Um, one of the guys that was sort of heading up this this project with me, too, had decided that he wanted to... Um, he helped sort of direct it by asking people, do you have any projects... Do you have any specific projects that you would like to, um, you know, have people uh, be a part of or that you need help on? And that helped guide the pro- – but as we went around the table, sort of, people were like, I don't exactly know. Um, a lot of people had feelings that they wanted to do things, but they don't have concrete plans to do them. I sort of – Head, head things from the other way. I make concrete plans, not sure what I'm going to do, which is why I think I have a great 
bunch of partners for this project coming up because I'm the guy that's sort of like, I know how to attack the situation. I just need to figure out what is the situation we're even going to be looking at. And they're the ones that really just presented it as, as like, hey, man, here it is. Here's the story. I can, and I can't wait to tell you all about it. We will definitely be working on making some content about both about the journey of making this movie and also um, the personal journey, journeys of each of these people that are involved in it because it is a very personal story, but hopefully it's also, you know, just a a little bit about it. It's it's going to be about history and it's going to be about geography and it's going to be about personal history and it's going to be about music. And the cultural roots of Acadiana, Louisiana, the the French Acadian regions of Louisiana. And the music and the people and stuff like that. It would be very easy to just go off that generalization and be like, hmm, that's something that's been done before a million times. And maybe it has. But I promise there's a couple elements of this that are going to make it truly different and unique. And if we manage to pull this off, this could be a really incredible project. So, anyway... I'm very excited, I'm very nervous, and Excelsior, that's what we're doing. And we got a little time. That's that's the other good thing, too, that even though this stuff is happening a lot faster than I wanted it, than I ideally would want to, uh, you know, to make battle plans and preps, um, it's sort of like when, when Pat is trying to get Tiffany to take letters to his ex-wife, and she's just like, what are you doing for me? Hey, I need you to be ready to do a whole dance routine by, um, you know, the, the Thursday before Christmas or something. And that put a ticking clock on, on them and he's got to practice. And so, and there's certain rules on that too, that he has to go to practice and that he can't uh, be into sports while he is practicing that. Um, so yeah, that is what was going on. Um, I'm going to pause for a moment because it looks like it's raining and I want to, I want to be able to get my gear in from the car, uh, before it rains. So we will pick up in this podcast later. I hope, you know, you know, it's not beyond me to totally not. And when I pick up later, say, I'm going to call it because it's been plenty of enough for an episode now. Hey, I'm actually on a pretty good streak, right? Like I've, I have not... I have not done non-episodes in a really long time. And part of that has been that I've been sort of inspired by some of the other uh, uh, podcasts that I have been on and listening to. So, yeah, but anyway, for the moment, we are going to pause. Be back in just a second. Guess what? You knew it was going to happen, and I knew it was going to happen. Lost track of time. Anyway, enjoy that, and tune in next week and every week as long as... We keep doing this for all the latest on Silver Linings Playbook, the movie, and the Silver Linings Playbook, the book. And until next time, we will see you down the road and Excelsior. Never struggle we face the Silver Linings to embrace. Join us as we journey through the ups and downs of Silver Linings Playbook 2. 
Welcome to the Sylvan Linus Playcast, where we discover the light in the past. Each episode, we'll share and learn the power of connection and self-return. Yeah.